Welcome everybody to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. Big news, the Sydney Comedy Festival is around the corner and I've got a show in it. That's right, Tuesday, April 30th, Mark Williamson's Guns N' Roses is coming to town. As well, Dave the producer, Dave Keishan, is teaming up with friend of the show, Andrew Barnett, for Dave and Andrew's one-man show. That's on Tuesday, 7th of May, at the Factory Theatre. For tickets, visit sydneycomedyfest.com.au and for more information, visit comedyonedge.com. Now, let's start the show, Dave. Dave, hit the music. Welcome, everybody, to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. We're on the road. Myself, Mark Williamson, and Josh Cohen. We've come to the eastern suburbs to the temporary home of Mickey D and Boo. Guys, how are you? Good, thanks, mate. Yeah, we're good, thank you. Welcome. And you've got the little one, little Gracie's here? Gracie's here. She's two years of age and she's, uh, this is her fourth tour already. Yep. Fourth tour. <laughs> we're bribing her during this uh, this podcast with all of the sweets in the world, so she might get a bit louder as we yeah. go on, Should as the we... sugar kicks in. Well, she's already refused to appear on appear on mic, which, you know, she's, she's got a demands. We didn't, we didn't fulfil her rider. So. We didn't. We didn't bring enough lollies. She'll perk up in a bit. So where, where now you guys, you're a married couple, you work together. Where'd you guys meet? You want me to tell them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. At the Rhino Room in 2009, um, I was traveling. I was living out the back of a van, traveling around Australia and got to the Adelaide Festival and went to see one of the late shows at the Rhino. And, um, and I think Tom Gleason was on stage and the stage was right by the door where the audience had to come in. And this pissed up guy <laughs> wanders in. Who's that? Looking lost, trying to draw attention from the stage. And I was like, what a dickhead. Um, and then the pissed up guy sat behind me and chatted all the way through Tom's set. Sorry, I was like, Tom. I'm going to turn around <laughs> and say something in a minute. <laughs> and um, then the pissed up guy got on stage and was actually pretty good. <laughs> Um, which was hurt? annoying. Yeah, that hurt quite a lot. <laughs> um, and then um, we met properly in Melbourne at the festival just after. We were introduced by a friend of mine, Geraldine Quinn. Ah, yeah. And then um, then we finally uh, hooked up later that year. Yeah, I had to go and pick melons in North Queensland for four That's months. That's not a code word for anything. <laughs> That's actually um, part story. of... story. All the Brits, all yeah. the foreign nationals that come over here to get a second year in their visa have to do 88 days of registered... Um, Was it 88, 88 days? 88 picked days. It's not just like three months. Oh. You, you count... Yeah, it's some people get it cushy, like they can, you know, sit in the packing room which is refrigerated, or other people get to wade in like uh, ankle deep water up a row of melons, which is basically doing a three hour squat. Melons aren't in water, that's the zucchinis. Really? Zucchini uh-huh. pickers are hardcore. So, what if it was a hybrid melon zucchini? How would you go? Doesn't happen, mate. You've never, you've never farmed in I've your life. I've picked zucchinis, you? yeah. I've picked zucchinis, it's horrible. Let's no, see, so you guys, that's <laughs> I've backpackers have had it worse than that, banana pickers. Because what you do when the it's not just the pickers, it's the processing. Because when they pick the bananas, yeah. there's snakes, there's spiders, they just come launching out at you. So <laughs> everyone's got to have a machete just in case a snake comes at you just to chop the head off. <laughs> yeah. Then there's the lunchtime arguments. You know, oh. I've got a machete. Well, I've got a machete too. It's like, all right, um, I'd rather take my chance with the snake. 
Yeah, we think... see heaps of browns because they're on the black mm. plastic. Well, when you had to f- rip up the plastic, oh. you'd rip it up and there'd be like two just curled there a metre away from you. And I didn't realise how dangerous they were. They don't tell us because <laughs> the, they've got us out there with any protection. English lads. She's on first name basis with snakes. Oh, yeah, the browns. The browns. Yeah. yeah. How about the red belly blacks? <laughs> you get down with them. What about old Mr. Type? Shut up. No, <laughs> so after we finished with that, I got back to Adelaide, did tour of the West Coast, got back to Adelaide to do my own show and... Um, Mick was moving back that week, so I asked him out for a beer. Ooh. Yeah, then we went singing karaoke together. Nice. And a bit of Joe Cocker, a bit of Son of the Preacher Man. Uh, well, that was your pick. Yeah, it would be <laughs> Neither of those I'd are euphemisms either. I'd sing some Joe Cocker. You know, mm. it wouldn't frighten me. You know, I'd go, yeah, you know, Gruff Lass from the Midlands. Uh, game on. <laughs> Gruff. Gruff, gruff lad. You know, everyone wants to call their future wife. Yeah, yeah, you're a gruff, Sheila. What are you doing tomorrow? Should we go out and get a snitty? No, we have a melon topping. Make you feel at home. There's a brown floating around. <laughs> I just didn't wash it. You're a dick. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, so that's, that's how we met. How what about, met. oh, our second marriage... Um, oh, see. No, we we got we were married uh, in in Adelaide, but then had our wedding blessed in uh, in Worcestershire, this gorgeous 16th century church, and it was great. We, the The pastor was it the pastor? Yeah, or you, yeah, the, priest, the, the, yeah, vicar. the vicar. Mm, hello, vicar. He <laughs> he was a bit of a spinner. Like this guy used to be the ex chaplain at Glastonbury, so oh. he's brought people back from the depths of a dark acid trip. So looking after <laughs> us, and we'd and, only been married once, so you know, we weren't uh, quite there. We but had a couple of bad trips, but yeah. uh, you know that was more or less the Renault we're driving. Well, uh, hey. uh, th- but this guy, uh, he was a bit floaty. We met him a few times, but he uh, he our our blessing, our second wedding, peaked right off the top. This guy just stole the show because you know he. He's given some information, like the story you just told about how we mm. met and stuff, and he's going to weave his his yarn, his intro. His intro basically went like this, see if I can recall it. He's gone, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're here today to celebrate something that's already happened down under. <laughs> Looking at us as we're holding grace in our arms. <laughs> so it's just like, man, just uh, launch out with a fellatio gag. Um, well, you know, everyone took their own take on it, but oh, that's yeah, where yeah. I went in my head. And I just looked around at the congregation of our good mates and uh, our, our relatives, <laughs> and some of which are pretty straight and senior, and they all lost it. And then the the vicar's gone, oh, I've got him here. <laughs> I'll do the same gag again. <laughs> and, yeah, Three times. Three times. That's uh, more than I got down under. Oh, hey. But, uh, yeah. God, it was a top day. And then afterwards, we, you know, we the party kicked off in the countryside. Um, your your mum and Clive's gorgeous farmhouse. We played some croquet. My dad, I've never played croquet before. This is <laughs> this is bloody lovely. And the vicar, he got a few drinks in him. He turned into a bit of a demon, didn't he? He got his purple shirt on, got <laughs> some salve down him, and got wild on the croquet. Yeah, you just seen him. Okay, he had a stroke of the devil in him. It was uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. I was like, oh, I'm not going to take this guy on. He's crazy. One of those acid trips, he's just coming back. Yeah, you know, it all sits on the base of your spine. I'm told that any undissolved <laughs> um, acid crystals, any LSD that hasn't moved through your body, it, it kind of uh, attaches itself to fat cells. So this is, they say there's a thing called muscle memory. There's a, well, there's a new discovery called fat memory. So as you're, you're burning this fat, it 
re-dissolves the acid trip. So if you ever see a runner freaking out, <laughs> it's like it's just re-entered his bloodstream. It's, uh, you just thought it was gout for ages, didn't I you? I thought it was gout, but you know, yeah. then you've got a unicorn running up your ass. You go, okay, it's a new personal best. <laughs> Pretty sharp uh, over 10K lately. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, it's all Well, Mickey, you sort of, you probably, you spent most of your career in the UK, is that fair to say? Yeah, that's and you're right. sort of back now. Yeah. How did you sort of, how did you start in comedy? Uh, well, in uh, 98, a week after formal lessons of high school finished, I went and uh, did my first 10 minute spot uh, in Adelaide, a place called Bolts Cafe. And, and then from there, I uh, did a few gigs, entered Raw Comedy. But in the lead up to Royal Comedy, I, I got a gig supporting Harmon Leon. Harmon Leon's from San Francisco, really good friends with Arj Barker. He's a great stand-up and uh, an awesome writer. He, he writes for the free press, kind of like a modern-day Hunter S. Thompson with dreadlocks. Pretty laid-back dude. Uh, you know Harmon He's quite well. He's a good boy. Yeah. yeah. So I supported him. So I, I, 98 Fringe, I was lucky enough to get, uh, I think, 15 shows supporting Harmon. And then um, had me... Had me in good stead for Royal Comedy 1998. Yeah. I won the state final and then come second to Chris Franklin, the bloke. Oh, the in bloke. The nationals. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because at, uh, at, at the end of the end of the night party, um, in the Peter Cook bar, he's gone, yeah. ah, you, you'll be going to Edinburgh, not me. I'm like, why? He's gone, oh, I killed a bloke. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, and he's got, that's all right, I'll get you a VB and we'll talk about it. And, and like, uh, love Chris a bit. Mm. He said, uh, uh, what did he say to me? He's like, he's like my big brother. He goes, uh, you're mine and no one fucks with me or mine. And I'm like, that's awesome. It sounds gotta, really prison. You know, it does <laughs> yeah. sound really prison. You know, and I've got, I'm like, right, okay. It doesn't mean, it means, oh, good, I've got someone who's killed before, he's got my back. But then they're painting him in the wrong light. How about when you met? Still sounding like prison. That was awesome. Like um, the first, I think you know, we'd uh, probably the third night, fourth night we'd we'd spent together. Yeah, fantasy. Um, Yeah, Yeah. it was my my thirtieth birthday, and I woke up in the morning. Franklin was meant to be there. He flew in, took a corporate gig in Adelaide, so he could surprise me for my thirtieth. He got so pissed he missed the birthday. Oh, yeah, you wish it was funny. The fucker, he thought, well, I can't let him down. Comes in, we got in at about seven, eight. Um, Damien Cullen, and um, he, he had an early flight. I said, look, you crash in my bed. And Damo was out. We put Damo in the cab, then everyone uh, kind of filled off. We went, to, we went to bed at about nine in the morning, yeah. 10.30. Get out of bed, you fat. Mm. Like he dropped the C bomb on me. I've gone. Oh, that's that's. Nah, I couldn't be Franklin. He kicks my door. He's like, "Get out of bed. We're drinking." I'm like, "Oh no, we're not." I said, "Franklin, f- fuck off, mate." He's gone. Nah, get out of bed, you fat fucker. And I'm like, "I'll punch you in the head." He's gone. Come on then. So I'm like, "All right." I, pu- I punched him in the head. I had to wrestle. He punched me back in the head. Bit more wrestling, and I've gone. Oh fuck you then, mate. And I go to the toilet, and I come back. And he's got into bed with me. <laughs> <laughs> he's crawling into bed with Boo, and I'm like, oh. I'm not wearing anything, but it's it's an interesting way to meet someone. Yeah, it's like power to him. Did he punch you in the head? Yeah. Okay. It's all right. No, we, we we just had a punch for punch, and we were fine. <laughs> yeah, punch on. So that set the flavour. So the next day was like a, the next day was like a, a housewarming. Gracie just handed back a. 
Orange sweet. Oh, these are good ones, these ones. She didn't so, yeah, like they it. kind of set a trend for the day. He's like walking around. He's like, oh, yeah, what's your name? Oh, my name's Smithy. Um, <laughs> good mate of mine, uh, James Smith. Uh, he's from from Great Britain. He's a great journo. He's out of Melbourne now. He's over for the b- birthday and housewarming as well. Punches him in the head. So he punches him <laughs> back in the head. Craig Egan turns up, right? You know, the bloke who runs yeah, Adelaide yeah. Comedy. Punches Craig in the head. Uh, it's all going well until the end of the day. Um, Craig... Craig, Craig's girlfriend at the time, you know, a slight little lass, he punches her in the head. <laughs> she wasn't such a fan. No. She you didn't know. enter into the punch-for-punch punch spirit no, of things, know. and that's where it went that's wrong. Punching the head between yeah. mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, was, it, was, it was a bonding. It was acceptance. You know what that's I mean? It. Yeah. <laughs> what do you Except want, Gracie? Now. I've, I've gigged about six or seven times with Chris. He's never punched me no in the love. head. No love. Yeah. Oh. You just have to get naked yeah. and mix bad. It'll I all t- roll on from yeah. that. I tell you, next Manly Boat Yet, it's going to be a totally different show. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, Gracie, Gracie wants a snacky snack. What kind of snacky snack would you like, Graves? A blue one. She wants a blue one. On the blue one. Yeah, we've got her on the, uh, the, the Powerade. We need to keep her hydrated. Ah. No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> you say that to people. Like, as a parent, they go, um, it's weird because we... We were in a production company, and like I go say, I'm out here. We're on tour for four months. I go, well, did you bring, you bring the girls with you? It's like, well, well, yeah. You don't just, you don't just f off for four months and, and leave your family behind. You know? Yeah. And we're a team. We work together. And the whinging's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm being ordered by my two year old to eat grapes. Go on, get a couple. She's looking after you. Does anyone want a grape? No. That's all right, Mark. all right. You look after them in your tray. No. Okay. No, they're yours. Good. I think she might have. uh, Yeah, she has. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll work through it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like. (laughs) What about the the long haul flight back from the UK? And um, it was tough. It was her first birthday. We put on, like, meal uh, for both families. And then the next uh, next day we're out on the, the long-haul flight. I had food poisoning. I think I gave myself food poisoning. I went, I went to the toilet about 15 times on the A380. That was fun. Yeah. I was looking after her. And then, you were in the toilet. So it doesn't get much tougher than that. But it gave me something to do. Yeah, yeah, it you keeps know? you busy. Yeah, I couldn't watch uh, Shrek 4, so I just went to the Dunny like 18 times. Yeah, no, no sleep, but yeah, the Dunny. God, yeah, but I got off the plane. Oh, you look thin. So, yeah, but I'm a bit dry. But, uh, you fed me gin for the last two hours to perk me up, didn't you? You're great. You're on fire by the end. <laughs> Pretty much straight. I was well I happy when captain. we got on. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, so, when you, so that was meeting Franklin. So how did you go to the UK? Was it through Raw that you ended up in the UK? No, I went out there in, uh, oh, in 99, like June 99, um, Sorry, no, 2000, did my first uh, hour show in Adelaide and then from there the plan was to get over because Limo, uh, good mate Limo, been a big supporter since day one, he said, you get yourself over the UK, you know, you could earn maybe £400 a week. And I was like, wow, this is back when it was three to one. I'm yeah, God, that's yeah. nearly like $1,200 a week. So I thought I'll get over there and you know and do some gigs. So I went over and got some stuff going at the Guild of Balloon through Karen yeah. Cohen. How's this for my first pay gig in the UK? I was emceeing Ross Noble and Russell Brand. 
Whoa. You know, yeah. whatever happened to those guys? Yeah, I you don't know. know. <laughs> Slackers. I think one of them may be touring Sydney. The other one, <laughs> yeah, I think drugs may have cur- curtailed it. No, like he's, uh, oh, God, if Russell just, one of his films was worth like 20, 20 mil or some stupid price. Yeah, tag, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, what happened? No idea. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm that distracted was... by the smell of Grace's beer. That's a good one, isn't it? I might deal with it yeah. while you carry on talking for a minute. Okay. Should we set a, set a timer? If you can do it in under three minutes, I'll, get a crystal? I'll, I'll buy you lunch. Okay. A crystal? A crystal? I like crystal maze. A, I like a crystal maze, not crystal meth. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're just, a yeah, healthy we're... living family. <laughs> if she's on the crystal meth, the nappy, nappy change wouldn't even take place. It's like, ah, let it dry out. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll sell it. We'll sell it as hash. <laughs> yeah, we'll trade it in for some more meth. God, I saw a doggo. Um, it was based in Sydney. It was shot a few years ago called The Ice Age. It was on. Um, did you ever see that? No. Followed this guy, uh, these ice fiends, for two weeks between dole checks. <sighs> Stunning. And there's a guy wow. on it, uh, the head of A and E at St Vincent's, mm. it was on camera, and he's gone. Basically, uh, he's gone. We missed the smackies. Because <laughs> at least, you know, they'd come in. Yeah. And you'd leave them. You'd leave them there and they'd be fine. These people come in on ice. They mm. need observation. They need perspex walls because they're furious masturbators. Mm. They need, uh, you know, they need padded walls, padded yeah. perspex walls. They, they need lube. They need, mm. um, you know, they need so, punching gloves. They need... Are you talking about Chris Franklin again? <laughs> 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 He's a... Look, he, he won't take kindly to that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's where that's where you fired up. Um, oh God, no, no. Just uh, that. Just every time I walk through Darlinghurst, or uh, mm. that, yeah, that's where they were walking around. I was so because we used to run a comedy room around that area. Yeah, and yeah it was flying to that could be really interesting. <laughs> we should have got some of those guys to fly. Oh no! Well, one one day <laughs> we were flying up near Kings Cross one day, and I was just I was doing a letterbox drop. And this girl walks up, and I'm from Tassie, so I'm pretty naive to the whole world. And this girl comes up to me, she goes, do you want a good time? I go, do you want a good time? She goes, what? And I handed her a flyer, and she goes, what are you trying to sell me comedy for? Don't you want a blowy? And I'm like, no, I just want comedy. It just didn't occur to me. She was soliciting. I was, yeah. Dear God. But there is one. See, you're just a a, a nice bloke, just taking everything on face value. Much like um, Craig Egan, um, my best man. One of my best mates in the world, um, Mad Gamer, loves his consoles. Oh, and yeah. He's walking uh, from the city centre in Adelaide across through the South Park lands to where he lived at the time, just outside the city uh, city band, right? Yeah. And this guy slows down. He's gone, oh, hi, mate, can you come over here? Calls him over, and Craig being a nice guy, much like yourself, walks over this guy's car, and this guy goes, uh, mate, do you, uh, do you play games? <laughs> like, Craig loves a game. Yeah, he does. Like he's, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's got top scores in uh, several games across the. Uh, and Craig goes, yeah, yeah, I like games. He's got, do you want to play games? Craig's <laughs> going, well, uh, uh, no, I don't, I don't know. Uh, and then I think he realised he, he put it two and two together. South Parklands is, is more or less the is the beat in Adelaide. But this guy bought disturbed Craig. It was, it was a family sedan had a baby. Seat in the back, and Craig went, Oh, nah, you know, 
It's like, he doesn't want to play the games. You're I making like the baby seat was the thing that put him off there. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's not going to be comfy. Yeah, no. no. He's gone, oh, how can I get a top score if I've got a kid squawking in the background? That's what he's probably thinking. <laughs> you know, Grand Theft Auto, not in front of the kids. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> so, yeah, the lesson there for those trawling for guys, you know, don't have the baby seat. Take it out for the day. Yeah, come on, people. Get, get in the now. And, you know, and if, uh, if, you're, uh, if you don't have a car, just uh, have a DS on standby. <laughs> have a DS. No, no, that's, that's me get out of uh, pervert free cart. Ah, oh, nice. Now, Boo, how did you get in? You, you do, you're a cabaret performer more so than, or stand-up? or Not stand-up. Not stand-up? No. <laughs> I've seen you do stand-up. Yeah, it was poor though, wasn't it? No. Five times. And then I knew to take myself off that stage and never to walk back on in that capacity ever again. Your, um, your lyrics are shit hot, if you don't mind me saying. Thanks, baby. Mm. <laughs> yeah, big fan. No, I started off doing straight acting. Ah. Um, and writing um, political satire songs. Ah. they're fun. Um, I started off doing straight acting and did one-woman shows. So I came over here in the first, on the first time and brought a show called Die Young, Stay Pretty, which is about a blondie-obsessive set mid-70s punk scene. And it was awesome. Um, we're going to do Latitude Festival with it back in the UK this oh. summer. And so I came over with that and then came back with another one-woman show um, called Spoonface Steinberg oh, by Lee Hall, a, who wrote nice Billy Elliot. And um, that was about an eight-year-old autistic girl who's dying of cancer. Light little number, yeah. 7.30. Really cheery. <laughs> um, and just trying to sell them during festivals, it was really hard to get people to go and watch them. All they want to do is go out and laugh. And so I said, right, fuck this. Next year I'm coming back. And I'm going to write something where I can paint my nails, I can get a tan, I can smoke, I can drink, I can do what I want. Um, and at the same time, there was a massive run in the burlesque. The burlesque was building. Yeah. Except it wasn't good burlesque. Good burlesque is awesome and it's an art form. Mm. The burlesque that seems to be coming through a lot of the time is 17-year-old girls who take their clothes off, strip and call it burlesque. And it was getting right hey, It's not my... all bad. <laughs> no, it was annoying me because they <laughs> they were doing fuck all. They were they it was there was no art form to it. There's no training. There was no anything. They were just stripping and getting all the copy in the papers and the people in the seats. So I said, right, I'm going to use this burlesque angle, but write some high class filth to go with it and um, sing some songs. And that's how Titty Bahaha came about. And it's coming to the Sydney Comedy Festival. It is. We're on the first Friday and Saturday at the factory. First Friday and Saturday. Is that 26th, 27th? 27th? Yeah. yeah. We've tickets at sydneycomedyfest.com.au. And we've check out Comedy on Edge website. We'll put it up there too. Thank you. You know, we've been having a ball. We've been part of the Dirt Little Late show with Marcel Lucan, um, Amos Gill, Georgie Carroll, Mr. Mickey D, um, Chris Wainhouse. We've been doing that for the last couple of weeks. Oh, and that's nice. been on Jack Barrett. That's been an Awesome, awesome that time. That in Sydney or? That was, that was just here at the store. Oh, the store. Um, last Thursday, Friday, Saturday and this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And that's been a blast. That's been, they've looked after us. We've and had sh- a smash time. It. Yeah. Just there going, I'm, I'm doing the tech for the, um, for the girls and just sitting at the back and taking it all in, watching, you know, watching someone you love. Oh, I love you. Oh, at, oh. at the store, um, ripping it up and getting everyone involved. Because, you know, it being strictly a, a, a stand-up venue, mm. you, get, you don't get a, much of a, a change up there. You get world-class stuff. But mm. to see, uh, you know, 
uh, cabaret crossing over into mm. a comedy venue and getting massive results is, you know, a sight to behold. It's great. It's good. Mm. We just get down and dirty with them, get them on stage. Yeah, great audience. Put a cock hat on them. <laughs> we have a kazoo off. Oh. I like that cock hat thing. Uh, inflatable balloons, uh, yeah. which balloons aren't inflatable, by the way. Make a cock hat. And I went to pick you up in the car wearing the cock hats that time. It was, I had um, a good friend of ours, Fred the Clown, made us uh, made, made some cock hats. And I thought, well, you know, I'm going to go and pick up the wife in the car. I would have wore this cock hat in the car for about 15 minutes. And, you know, it was Adelaide. Thankfully, so people were just like, yeah, this guy, I know that guy. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I went to school with him. Yeah, he's got a strange hat on. That's, um, Adelaide was weird because they have the Clipsal, which is kind yeah. of like, you, you know, the Clipsal, it's kind of like Bathurst 500, it's a Clipsal 500, and, um, a lot of comics go, oh, fuck, I don't like this week. You know, the, all these people coming here and, oh, they're bad audience members. I'm going, but dude, you've got like, third of a house you could do with some more people in the city yeah we like them don't we yeah it's like people that like laughter and people who people that come out and see stuff and also oh, spend like, money too like yeah, yeah. they go to the clips that's an expensive ticket they spend all day drinking too yeah why wouldn't you want them there <laughs> well the mines were similar for the same reason people get scared of all we went to prominent hill just before coming to sydney and they they rock mm. the miners at prominent hill they they work so hard when you get that it's just like yeah and you go into the shop, and we're there in our Titi Bahaha costume, which is literally just sort of corsets and stockings, and the only magazines available are tattoo magazines and porn. And we're like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, bang. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. But they were actually, they were good dudes, weren't they? Yeah. Just lots of beards, and they were, they were probably the friendliest. I think yeah, sometimes w- the people that you're most scared of, they're, they're, less, they're not as judgy as... The it's proper well, they cabaret work hard and they deserve to play hard, you know. And yeah. you've got these blokes who got all this ore dust on them, so you know they come straight off shift. Yeah. It's still outdoors. It's dusk. They're in high vis, so we can see them all. Yeah, <laughs> they got the the raccoon tan line from where the sunnies had been, and they got them <laughs> off. You got guys with full beards because they did two weeks on, and they go, "Well, why shave? I'm only home for a week." And then they get this there's one old dude there. I just call him Gandalf. He sits in the yeah. It's it's not a big league. Of the comedic imagination, <laughs> but he likes. Yeah, you remember me from last time, fucking Gandalf. I said, yeah, I've been trying to forget you, mate. You've been haunting <laughs> me. Um, I remember one time we we're out there. It was a big table of uh, Maori fellas, and I've got any Kiwis in, uh, and the, the whole site went boo. And I knew there was like a large table gone. You guys are fucking brave. Have you seen the size of those fuckers? <laughs> I said, Oh, you want to watch yourself, bro? And these guys just lost it. And I, after the show, this big Maori came up to me. He's gone, You can come and drink with us, bro. But if you're going to drink with us, you've got to talk like us. <laughs> and I went, oh, I'm going, oh, wow. Challenge. This is like, okay. It's like, oh. It's like when I was, um, we, we did Edinburgh in 2007, but never met. Same venue. Oh. Yeah. Boo was doing. There was um, a lot of booze involved. Oh, Got <laughs> booze, uh, chemicals. You you were hard out on the uh, the Domestos, deep fried. I liked it really clean. Yeah, you yeah. did. You were on the deep fried food. What is it? You go. Um, how did I don't know how you kept the figure, but you were, go to this uh, chippy every night. You're telling me I got to know them so well. They made sure I came in on the last night so I could say goodbye to them. <laughs> what did they say? Did they actually gave you a warning? 
oh no, that was the other chip shop that I made friends with that was at the other end of the bus route. You <laughs> dirty said, chipper. You're eating too much. You eat too many. You, you do not come. You're eating too many. Oh. And the chip man told me off. <laughs> That's a responsible service of chips. <laughs> yeah, over I know. There. Was that the one around the corner near the doctors, that pub? That was in Fountain Bridge. Right, okay. Because I can't show my face at a chippy in Edinburgh anymore. There's a few <laughs> places in Edinburgh I can't show my face at this particular one. This uh, it would have been about eleven o'clock the following day, and I needed something. It was after the final party at Edinburgh, and I'd gone back uh, with some of the Kiwis, Reese Darby, uh, his wife Rosie, um, some of the some of the bar staff, and some some real good crew. Uh, Richie Carrington, oh bro, was uh, <laughs> there, and I fell asleep. And all I remember is every now and then they'd wake me up and I'd come to and they'd all cheer me. And I'm like, oh, that's a pretty cool party. All I have to do is wake up and they cheer me. What they'd done is they'd made me up full drag. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just killing this party. And I just wake up and get a big cheer. So the next morning they've all passed out. I wake up at 11. I walk across the meadows. Everyone's so friendly, <laughs> waving. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm killing it. Uh, and then going to this chip shop, and this this big Turkish dude's looking at me, um, and I'm you know I'm making chat. I've gone. Is that the is that the Grand Mosque? And he's like, yes. Uh, and he's talking to me. And then I get home where I'm staying at the hostel, and I've got blue eyeliner on. And <laughs> <laughs> what you want a dummy? Yeah. But you know it's not bedtime. I want the one. Yeah. I want the one, I'll find you a dummy. That's uh. Oh, man. So that was, uh, yeah, Edinburgh. We never met. You never met. Really, same really, venue. Yeah, same venue. Just didn't, never crossed paths. And it's like I only, only, ran, only ran the most exciting, second most exciting late show in the venue. Never heard of it. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, someone called it the Batcave last night. That was Somebody met him last night and said, oh, I remember you. You're Mikey D and you do the, what is the Batcave. Is it an open yes. mic or...? <laughs> no, a comedy producer, which a comedy was oh. which is uh, exciting. Uh, <laughs> Mikey, uh, hey Mikey, in the so that's a, yeah, that's that's a bit of a bugbear. It's like Mikey. It's like I'm not a Mikey, um, but it's. Uh, well, how did for those Fat Cave fans? How did Fat Cave come about? Uh, Jim Jeffries uh, and I raised seventy pounds for him to shit in a beer glass. Succinct. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, that's the night really kicked off. Uh, Brendan Burns, Paul Provenza, and Jim Jeffries and I all uh, all sharing the stage. And I'm like, I'm playing the whole kind of no, don't don't do this. We need to no, and like setting some drama. And the Burns is like, nah, got to do this. Who's who wants it? Who who yeah? You know, raise money, raise seventy quid. And Jim Jeffries is playing. I'm not going to do it for for thirty quid. All right, we've got fifty. We've got seventy, and and Jim Jeffries is going to curl one out in a in a pint glass on stage in front of everyone. I was like, thankfully, it never happened. I think what happened instead is Burnsy did his old wrestling trick, taking a kick to the nuts instead. So yeah, when something put us on the map like that, it's like oh, you got to go and see this show because uh, you know it's where the comics go to play, and yeah. then we had uh, the catchphrase: "What happens in the cave stays in the cave." What happened to the seventy? Well, what happened at 70 quid? Well, uh, we had a good night, yeah. you know. I think, what did that buy? Uh, near on bought us an eight ball. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and then a few ideas come out of that. And yeah. that, was, that was like, okay, what are we going to do tomorrow? I think um, from there, um, oh, 
the Heckle Club. I don't know if Bernsey's told you about this story. Have you heard about the I've Heckle heard Club? I've heard bits of it, yeah. So everywhere, it's I've a story that keeps, actually. Yeah. keeps changing, you know, but basically the long and short of it is that they all agreed to go to a production, the most kind of, you know, innocent kind of co-pro from some Catholic school in, you know, in Pennsylvania, say. Just, yeah, it's a yeah. nice little Catholic high school production Noon and all these, uh, you know, all these seedy comics who'd agreed on something the night before all turn up and, uh, you know, sit desperately in the audience. Sounds like our wedding. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. Oh, God, the demon. Uh, so uh, Alex Lazarev, he's, he's the guy. He's a Toronto comic. And this guy, he's, uh, he's crazy. I love him to bits, but you know, we, we met up once to workshop some stuff in uh, Tottenham Court Road. He's going, you come on, we'll, we'll just we'll get together, we'll have a coffee, we'll talk comedy, we'll bounce some ideas back and forth. He ends up doing his, he ends up doing routine over the table at me, at full volume, while people <laughs> are buying their, their chili drumsticks. I'm like, this guy's crazy. So, like, he'll do anything uh, to get recognised. So, no one, no one's heckling part of this heckle club so there's a moment where there's a quiet moment throughout the play where this girl goes what do you want me to do and he stands up and goes suck his cock <laughs> and so that that's that's the story as far as I remember Bernsey tells his version Eddie says Bernsey's version's wrong and Prevenza probably tells a different story but it was all born out of that year in 2004 when Fat Cave kicked off and there's a lot of uh, a lot of silly ideas floating around uh, and sort of is Fat Cave is it going to be coming back anytime soon? Yeah we want to bring it back to Sydney um, maybe hopefully something during the festival if not we're, we're back here. Making... It was on all through the Adelaide Festival yeah. every weekend um, in the big top. Yeah. But we were here last year, weren't we? Yeah, we played the, the Metro. Metro? Yeah, yeah, we, we do. Um, well, I remember uh, like, the Metro gig. We were, we were there. We were lined up outside because there was a show on beforehand. And we were all lined up outside to go in. The bouncers, and they've been sacked since because they were utter pricks. I remember those guys. There was, yeah, they were utter pricks. Like, we're sitting there. There's a massive punch-up going on the street. This guy was off his head on coke. And he's just like, it's a full-on fist fight. And we're like, can we get into the venue? No. The bouncers didn't help. Like, they got sacked on that night because... They had to. They should have gone to the aid of the people. Wow! But yeah, like it was just because we were like everyone would have been a bit shocked going to Fat Cave because it's just like we just seen a vicious, vicious street brawl. But that's no, Sydney. No, on I actually. Uh, night. If um, as the host and co-producer, I, that's how I'd like. My, I'd like to have like a line up there. I'd like to organise a bit of uh, impromptu MMA on the street level and then get them straight in, so they're kind of agitated, and then we can just. Uh, Kind of, they're pre-warmed. Because <laughs> this fight, I'll just never forget it. Like it started out just a biffy between two guys, and then one of them he went back to his limo because he, he's coming out of a limo, <laughs> bends over, As you do. then comes obviously down a line of coke and just came out superhuman. And he's p- taking the cops, everyone. He was taking everyone on. Awesome, Jin, you guys. Can you get me a phone number? This sounds like really good stuff. <laughs> or a oh, great he's, limo company. Yeah, <laughs> he's he just it's that uh, the stay fresh pine kind of thing hanging in the middle. He's just he's licked the car freshener and he's come back a superhuman. So you're booking for the next time you're going to be back. With Sounds him. like kind of guy we want on. Oh, there's a there's a guy out of Adelaide at the moment called Hardcore Damo. Have you heard I've, of him? I've heard of Hardcore. Damo. He friended me on Facebook. Yeah, good bloke. <laughs> he's a good bloke. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. good. He's uh, he's he looks like a scary bloke. His promo shots. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I'd be. Ga- I wouldn't be going to heckle him. 
He looks like a scary bloke, but he's a pussycat. Uh, yes. Am I allowed to say I've said it? Tough. Yeah, in real life. Don't mess with him. No, I've seen him push the whole... He can he can bench the whole stick on a Nautilus, uh, the whole stick. Oh, sorry, I'm already getting ready <laughs> for, for New Zealand. <laughs> well, yeah. he, can, he can bench the whole stack of a, a Nautilus uh, kind of uh, gym equipment there. I've heard him... <laughs> he's... He's tough. He's he's hard, but he's like he's an awesome dad. It's not funny. It's just <laughs> true. Yeah, well, um, so he's got these good. two sides. He he bills as a bourbon drinking. Was it a comedian for bourbon drinkers? But he's he's got this. He's soft side. He came and did our kids' show. We did. Um, we've got a kids' variety <laughs> show in the UK. Yeah, this hardcore demo. Here he yeah. is. But no, what was he? He was uh, Skitsy the fisherman and Pebbles the dog shark. So he, he, he made the shark fin and attached it to this little puppy, <laughs> and then came on reeling it One, on his, and then did a kids' show one for of us. Favorite moments. Very versatile. Uh, yeah, the Breakfast Club. That's our kids' show. Uh, that's coming to the Sydney Comedy yeah. Festival. So we got four dates during the Sydney Comedy Festival at the Seymour Centre. It was Seymour great. Center. So the, the highlight. There was plenty of highlights. We had a band of man uh, close out our shows for us, and Morgan and West, the magicians. Great stuff. Good international. Claire Hooper joined us. Oh, uh, we had some some real good talent. But my, one of my favourite moments is when Pebbles, the dog shark, um, <laughs> it's a hardcore demo, aka was. Uh, Skitsy the fisherman, he ha- had these kids sitting on his esky, which he had, um, his esky was full of um, whoopee cushions, so <laughs> the kids would sit down, it was well thought out, um, only the bigger kids got a proper fart, but <laughs> my attention was drawn to Pebbles the dog shark, whose fin had gone to the side, it just turned into a dog that needed to lick its butthole. So this dog was, it shows you where my level of humour is. I'm, I'm the host. I'm, and this guy, um, I can't remember his name, but he usually sees about 140 fringe shows a year. He'd come to check out our show. And the thing we were laughing at was the Festival dog, Freak. The Festival it's Freak. website. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's got Festival Freak. Yeah, he, he sees like 140 so odd shows during the Adelaide Fringe. So he knows his stuff and yeah. he's him and I laughing at <laughs> laughing totally. at the dog. And then seriously, the look in the dog's eyes, we really thought the dog was going to dry hump a kid's leg. And I was ready to run out the venue because that was snot out the nose laugh for me. That's... <laughs> That's right. The strange things make me laugh. Like um, dogs slipping over, that gets me. Like seriously, like uh, what's the um, Raising Arizona? There's a good scene in Raising Arizona during the chase. A dog tries to corner at at a shopping aisle. Lose it, Mac and me, about 20 minutes in. Uh, the Doberman tries to corner, chasing Mac in the car. You're a freak. Yeah, well, I know what I like. That's the thing. <laughs> Is this a new fringe show you're workshopping? Well, things, that make, things that make me laugh. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to VJ all these animals stacking yeah. <laughs> and, and just go make this face. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you can probably that. sell this to Channel 10 as a pilot, you know. Yeah. They're, they're, they're Isn't it called You've content. Been Framed? You've been, yeah, oh, you've been, uh, yeah, God, the doggy version maybe. But um, was I hormonal last time we went to the zoo? I'm Nick gets to very hormonal. I, I don't know. I, I of cried, the two of us. I cried during the seal show. The one at Sydney or is it? Yeah, yeah. at Taronga. That's a great show. It's very yeah. moving. Yeah. Well, I didn't, it, didn't, it, was the, <laughs> it was weird. When, when the seal went, whacked itself and waved, I just went, oh. I, I cried. For, <laughs> really strange. It, it came out of me in some strange capacity. I went, Oh, maybe I get a backlog of emotion that that seal just tapped. But you looked Oof. over at me, you're going, you're all right? I'm like, yeah, I've got a bit of sunscreen in me eye. It was a very good seal show. It was a good show. 
This is maybe I don't know how I associated with the, the that seal. You liked that particular seal though, didn't you? It's the way he waved. He had a connection. What about how do you go with the pandas in Adelaide? Have you fuck them? Fuck them? Yeah. No, waste no? the fucking waste cash. Time. I'm furious. You know, they do fuck all. Sorry, there's some pent up. The rage. giraffes <laughs> have like the size of this kitchen, but the pandas being all sponsored have half the park. Wang and wang, they do food. They never. They don't even hang with each other. You know, it's I don't know. Oh. It's it's hey, look, hats off for the uh, the landscape architecture. Big fan. If you like, if you like your gardening, get there and see the exhibit. But Wang Wang and Fooney really need to pull their fucking shit together. They're on a ten year loan. We paid. Uh, South Australian government's paid tens of millions. <laughs> Mick's very passionate about the pandas. Yeah. You know, where, whereas Port Adelaide Football Club can't even can't even get a pair of decent Adidas kind of uh, grass cats. They, they want to get Wang Wang to ring up and have a word. Well, he doesn't say much. He's if got he, some pull. He's uh, God. He's been told twice. Oh, two black guys. He's. I'm just not happy. You're not. You're not happy. You say in, in an ideal world, you'd get rid of the pandas and get the seal show. Oh, you could probably orchestrate I'd that. Like I reckon. To, the I'd Sydney... like to combine them and really uh, yeah. oh, get get the just get the seal to slap Wayne. Wake up! You've got a crowd, <laughs> mate. Just fucking get into it. You're 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 embarrassing. The... Oh, it was I'm a bit just... sad that zoo though. Like Sydney does a good like Taronga Zoo is probably the best zoo I've ever been to. Oh wow! I'm not a fan of zoos generally, uh, but <laughs> Taronga Zoo was awesome. Yeah, we're going to take her again on Saturday. Oh nice! nice. Yeah. Did you see the tiger cubs? No. They knew in the last year? Of course, oh, it would come. They probably would be, they would be a bit bigger now. I think it's been about 18 months. So they're about two, but there's... We went there, like, I think it was about six weeks after, and it was so funny. Like, the mother's just there, and there's three tiger cubs, and you can see it. One of them's just sneaking up on his mother, and the mother, and, like, he turns around to... Ah, and she just gives a look, oh, so surprised. Like, but it was so cute. Oh. Go see the tiger cubs. That sounds like... Okay. We're having a little comedy outing, aren't we? We've got... You, Titi Baha, Marcel Lucant's coming, Georgie Carroll, who's over. She, um, she one of the runners-up or state finalists for Raw this year. Yeah, Georgie South Carroll. Australia. Definitely keep an eye out for Georgie Carroll. She's doing great things. Nice. And just, just natural with her stuff, which is refreshing. You know, That's a lot good. of people put in a lot of work to their stuff, and hats off to them as well. But, you know, it's just refreshing to see someone come out and just well, be themselves. Oh, she's well, a nurse uh, from the UK and she works in emergency. Yeah. So there's no shit with this woman. She just tells it as it is, but she's naturally really, really funny. And well, the whole cast lovely. that we've um, been lucky enough to work with, well, we handpicked them and, and working um, closely with uh, Century Venues, really good folk. But um, Wayne House has always been a personal oh, favourite. Yeah. Um, Jacques, Jacques Barrett, I, pound for pounds, uh, one of the best comedians in Australia. I can say that without a doubt. Um, you know, you, probably my favourite. You I see meant, a lot of stuff. And the wife here, mate, she's, uh, she's got, you know, she's, the bar's pretty high as far as you, you, you don't, if something you don't like, you, you say it, but you, you're like Jack Barrett full stop. Yep. I called him Jack. Sorry, mate. Jacque- First time I met him, it was Jacque- Jack Barrett. Barrett. Yeah, just G'day, Jack. Jack Barrett, how are you? Oh, good man. Yeah, he was a barman <laughs> at the comedy store. Jack Barrett. He's uh, he can play. Yeah, he's yeah. very good at what he does. Um, Marcel Lecon, we've uh, been working with him. He's excellent. Titi Bahaha taking the roof off. Definitely check him out at the Sydney Comedy Sydney Festival. Sydney Comedy Festival, absolutely. Yeah. And you're at the Sydney Comedy Festival. I'm doing too? one night. One yeah. night. What is that night? Uh, I think it's the Saturday, the twenty seventh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like proper a, comedian. Uh, well, yeah, it's like, oh, I'll, 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 I promise I'll turn up. If anyone, well, whoever's listening, 
whoever's listening, if you turn up, I will. Well, I'll be Saturday, there. It's Saturday, isn't it? So it's whatever... Yeah. Whatever date the second Probably Titi Baja gets. 30, 29, 20, 27th. The 27th, because the, the 28th, I, I fly out to record my pilot with Damien Callan and, and, oh, nice. and Charlie Hill Smith, two of my favourite people in the world. We've got the great pleasure of going into Country Town, and we, we've got 30 hours to learn about the Country Town and do a show about the people for the people. Oh, that's a good show. So, is it for. Is it, Pilot for a particular network. Oh, we're going to shop it around. So Sweet. if any you know any scouts out there listening, you know, come and have a word with us. Oh look, if no no other comment on Edge's YouTube channel, we'll, we'll put in for it. We'll yeah, bid. okay. We'll bid. we'll bid. So we'll you can use us as the mystery bidder if you know Channel Ten. Hey, have you, have you ever heard about Buppetry? No. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, uh, that's uh, keep an eye out for the soon to be. That's uh, the only clue. Ah. Doesn't help. Titi Bahaha. Keep an eye out for uh, the YouTube channel that should be popping up very soon. Well, you've got puppetry of the penis. That ah. market's been covered. Yeah, very well, co- oh, well covered. Really. <laughs> we're uncovered. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm the uh, female version ah. of that. I come with my own theatre. Oh, not in a darling her sense either. Like she, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, yeah. We, well, have you guys got a website for your production cup? Yep. Yeah, we're at um, www.mickenboo.com. A and D boo. Just a n, m i c k n b o o dot com. Mick and boo. So check that out, guys, for all the festival. Also check out the Sydney Comedy Fest site. Get the website. Go see the shows. Go see both of them. Guys, thank you so much. Thank Gracie's gone off. So thanks, Gracie, for the appearance. <laughs> thank you, She loves it. Thanks for having us, mate. Thank you. Well, thank you, guys. It's, it's your hotel room we've invaded. <laughs> so, thanks, Mickey. Thanks, Boo. Thanks, Josh. For more information, check out comedyonedge.com. Follow us on Twitter, com- at comedyonedge. Thank you. Have a good week, Dave. Oh, Josh, hit the music. Hit the music.